Yes, here we go. Today's daf is daf nun alef in Erevin. Okay, the Mishnah, it's very important to take a look back at the Mishnah Mem Tesamid Beis. The Mishnah talks about several things. A person was on the road. Rashi learns, other Rishon learn different. Rashi learns when a person's on the road and he's not planning to go for a long trip where he took food along, he was planning to get somewhere, he's automatically considered a poor person. As such, he has an advantage. So if he's on the road, and all of a sudden it got dark, he wasn't able to make it, as we'll see in today's Gemara, without running quickly, he's not able to make it to his destination before Shabbos. It's Friday afternoon, Benish Moshes. So he says, you know what? Um, I want my Shvita, I want my Shabbos residence to be underneath a certain tree. I recognize that tree. That tree is within 2,000 amas of the place I want to get to, and I'm within 2,000 amas of that tree, so my Shvita should be under the tree. So he said, the Mishnah said, that's not good enough. Because under the tree, it's a big tree. The tree's got a lot of, lot of many, many four amoses in there. It's 30, 20, 30 amos tree. So according to Rav, we had a machlokas about that, but the Pashim Shah, like Rav is, that's no good. Because the tree, you have to make your shvitan a specific spot. So that's no good if he said under the tree. However, if he said in a certain spot at the tree, for example, at the stem of the tree, at the, at the trunk of the tree, the root of the tree, then it's okay. That's considered a shvita. That's what he said in the Mishnah. Bikro, so he can go, he made a shvita there, he's right now within 2,000 amas, he can make it there now, he gets within 2,000 amas of that shvita, he can walk there on Shabbos, and then from Shabbos, on Shabbos, he can also walk from his tree to that house that he wants to get to, to the place he wants to get to, a total of just about 4,000 amas, but that's okay, because Friday afternoon, he made his Erev at the base of the tree, which was a specific spot, and he can get there, and from there he can go on to, because when you have a, when you have a, um, a shvita, you can go 2,000 amas from wherever your shvita is. If it's in a city, you have the whole you have the whole area of the city plus 2,000 amas in any direction. So here too, he has 2,000 amas from the trunk of the tree. That's what we said, okay? But what are we speaking of? That's what the Mishnah said, okay? Um, but if he said, if he said, then the Mishnah went on to say, so in other words, and I'm gonna use the Lushan of, of today's Gemara, he said, from that space. In other words, he said, I want it to be not where I am now, not, the, not where I'm standing, but I want it to be in that spot over there. In that spot over there. Meaning, uh, not not where I'm standing right now, in the place where the tree is. We're going to call that Mukumploni. So that's okay. Misha says that's okay, but is it okay for all people? We'll see in a minute. We'll see. We're going to talk about that later today. Then the Mishnah went on. To discuss, um, to discuss. Well, when we talk about the two thousand amas, is that a circle? Is it a radius? He's got two thousand amas as a radius, a radius of a circle. So he's got a circle. We had a machlokas about that too, and then we said um, uh, that's that's what Chanita Bantignos and say. No, you've got a square. So it's two thousand amas as a square in any direction, which means you've got more area because, as we know, back from high school, the area of a circle is pi r squared. Correct, pi r squared. And the area of a square is uh, d squared, the diameter squared, if it's a perfect square. Otherwise, it's just length times width, whatever. But here we're talking about a square. So you got four amas in every direction, meaning it's a diameter of eight. Eight by eight is 64, which is more, I guess, than pi r squared of four. Anyway, so that's, the mach- that's another machlokas. Then the Mishnah went back and said, like as if the discussion about the, the circle or the square was a parenthetic discussion. Then we went back and we said, no, no, no. We said at the Mishnah that if you say under the tree, under the tree is not good. 
But if you say at the tree, and you know where the tree is, that's okay. If you don't know this halacha, a third thing I mentioned, I skipped before, before the parentheses of the square and the circle, was if he doesn't know this halacha, he doesn't know I can get, make it over there, or he doesn't know where a tree is, or he's just stuck, so he could say, Bim Komi, I'm making it right here. I'm making my Erev right here, wherever I'm, middle of the desert, I'm middle of the road, you can make it right here, and then you have 2,000 Amis in any direction, either a square or a circle, depending on who you hold like. Okay, so those were the main points. If he just says under the tree, that's not good. Forget that. We're going to talk about the issues if he says, I'm making it at the tree, which the mission says is okay. And then it says also, if he doesn't have a, no, he doesn't have a tree or he doesn't know that you could do it from far away, he could just make it right where he is right now. Bim Komi, you could do it right here. Can you do that? You have no food. You have no food. You're not making two meals. We talked about a Tchum Tshu Shabbos. We're going to talk about that later on. The second half of today's daf is going to be that discussion about, is it with your, you're making it with your feet. You were just on the road. You, you didn't take food along. You thought you'd make it home. All of a sudden it got dark Friday afternoon. You, uh, you didn't make it. So what do you do? So you can make an air of right there, the Mishnah said, right? Right where you are, standing where you are. You say, this is my, I'm going to stand, this is where my, this is my Shvita for Shabbos, and I'm going to go 2,000 miles in any direction. So we're talking about that case, which is Bim Komi, or the place where I'm going to say under the tree, that's Bimokom Ploni. And there we said, that's also good, you could do that too. But the end of the Mishnah said, Zui Shamru Ha'anim Ar Braglov. Ah, this is the case only an Ani could do this, a person on the road, he doesn't have food with him or he didn't leave his house on purpose to do that. Which is, who are we speaking of? Which case are we talking about? And Rameir says, that's only an Ani. Rabbi says, no, even an Ani or an Usher. An Ani Usher, anybody can make an Arab that way. The only reason we said, he says at the end, that you do with bread, is so that if a rich person, he, and he wants to make an Arab in a far, far away, he wants to go to a Shear, he wants to go to a Bris on Shabbos, he wants to make his Arab far away, he could send his food with his servant and set up an Arab over there. So, so as if to say, it's Mashmah from Rabbi Yehuda, that anybody could do it with their feet. The issue is, can you do it with bread? That's going to be, that's what we're going to get into now. I maybe should have said this later on, right before we get to that piece of the Gemara, but I said it now. Okay, um, so back to, back, to our, back to the Gemara now. Today's daf is Nun Aleph, and we're starting again from, from the top of the page. The top of the page on Nun Aleph. Amarava, this whole business about that you can get away, the Mishnah said, actually the last two lines on Nun Amit Beis were this part of the Mishnah. If he said, my, my, I want to set up at the, at the base of the tree, at the trunk of the tree, you can go there 2,000 In other words, like we said before, if he's on the road, he doesn't make it home for Shabbos, and he sees a tree, the tree is 2,000 amas from the city, and he's 2,000 amas from the tree, or within either case, right? As long as it's within, not more. He says, okay, I'm making my shvita under the tree. That's okay. That's what the Mishnah said. Now, that's if he can make it, if he, it only works if he really ran, he could make it to the tree before Shabbos starts, before Banish Mashes, he could make it there. It says, it got dark, like, like it just, it got dark for him, darkness took over him, his mashman, that he couldn't make it. So, so the Gemara no, it was too dark to get to his house. In other words, darkness fell upon him in a way that he couldn't have made it to his house under any circumstances. But he could make it to the trunk of the tree. As long as he could make it to the trunk of the tree, if he really ran, that's good enough. Some say, it's only, it doesn't mean that darkness fell upon him, he had no chance. It's only dark, darkness fell upon him in the sense that he couldn't make it if he walked slowly. But if he ran, he could make it even all the way home. So either way, Rav is effectively saying that this business about Dugan far away is only if he really made it with great effort, he could make it. Then we give him, 
a dispensation, we say he doesn't have to actually run there all the way. As long as he could make it if he wanted to, and he could see, he knows where the tree is, he could see it from here, he can make his Erev over there. Rabbi Yosef, these two rabbis were on the road. Let's make our Shvita, we're on the road now, it's, it's Erev Shabbos. Let's make our Shvita underneath this tree, the Savel Achva, that bears another tree, and as it holds up another tree. It's a certain tree that supports another tree. Let's make it here. Amula, some said, Tusi Dikla, the Parik Mori Mikarga. I like it under that tree that redeems its owner from paying the taxes. In other words, it, it's an abundant tree that gives off a lot of fruit, and therefore uh, that, that, that the money that he gets from there pays for his taxes. In other words, he specified a tree. Amale, Loyadanale, I don't know that tree. So Rebbe says, I'm not familiar with that tree. Amale, Smokalai, you can rest, you can depend on me, right? A lot of people tell you that. Depend on me. It's on me. Smochalai. The Tanya Rabbi Yossi Omer. Yossi Part of the mission said if there were two guys there, Echad Makav one night, one guy knew the tree, and one guy doesn't recognize the tree. Zesha ain't a makar. The one who doesn't know the tree, Moses Fisosu Lamakar. Lamakar Zesha Makar. Slicha. Uh, in other words, the one who does, is not familiar with the tree says, I don't know the tree. Uh, you can give it to, you know, so the one who doesn't know the tree can say, listen, uh, that you know the tree, you make a shvita for me also. The one who doesn't, and the one who, who knows the tree, recognizes it, Omer, does it for both of them. He's like a shliach. You make a shvita for both of us over there. That's what Rabbi told Rabbi Yosef. The truth is that's it's in other words, that could be the halacha. The Mishnah said that, but he but the Rabbi quoted Rabbi Yosi as saying that he quoted Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef and Amora. These two are more speaking. Said it was the Tana Rabbi Yosi who said that. I think Rabbi Yosi is Rabbi Yosi and Chalafta. Belohi, it's not the case. There's a cloud that Rabbi Yosi always have good reasons for his svaras. So he only said a Rabbi only said it to Rabbi Yosef. Uh, he only said it in the name of Rav Yossi. This halacha, the Mishnah didn't say it. If you look in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, oh, you, she's quoting our Mishnah, right? If there were two guys there, and uh, one guy knew the tree, one guy didn't know the tree, right? That's part of the Mishnah. Um, where is it in the Mishnah, or is it in the Gemara? We had it before, that if one guy knows it, and one guy doesn't know it, so, oh, here. So I thought it was in the Mishnah, but apparently it wasn't. I don't see it in the Mishnah, but it's brought down in the Brisa. But the, some have the Brisa does saying it as Rabbi But Agamara says we don't find it in our, in our Mishnah or our Brisa with Rabbi Yossi. Uh, but Rabbi quoted Rabbi Yossi anyway, which is a great thing. He, he misquoted him. Rabbi Yossi didn't really say that. So the Mepharshim talk about that. And sometimes there's a heter if uh, Rabbi Yosef wouldn't have accepted it unless Rabbi quoted it in the name of a famous Rabbi Yossi, who usually the halacha is like him, so then you're allowed to quote it even though, it's, even though you're technically misquoting it. Even though you're technically misquoting it. He wasn't really said, so that's a big chiddish that you can misquote something. So the Mepharshim give different reasons why you're allowed to do that. He says you're not allowed to quote something in the name of, of, of a great rabbi, unless you heard it from other great rabbis, you're just not sure. You can, if you, if, as long as you heard it in the name of a great rabbi, you, could, you might quote it in the name of another great rabbi in order for it to be heard and to be accepted. Um, or, or you know that, let's say your rabbi would have, you know that your rabbi's sheet in general is this way, you know he would have, he would have agreed with what you're saying, then you can sometimes quote it in his name too. 
Those are exceptions to the rule about misquoting. So, if you quote some name of Rabiosi, the halacha is usually like Rabiosi. As we said, halacha is like Rabiosi more than Rabiuda, more than Rameyer, and all the others back a couple of ago. If he doesn't know the tree, he could, he could just say, I'm making the, the, the I'm making the, uh, my Erev, I'm making my Shvita right here in the middle of nowhere, and I can go 2,000 Amas in any directions. Where do we get the idea of 2,000 Amas? Hani Alpayim Amma, Hechiksi, where does it say? Where do we, why 2,000? Why not 1,500? What, what, what's the rule of 2,000? We had this before. Elu Arba Amas, where do you get the idea that a person's Kona is four Amas wherever he is? That's like a Rosh around wherever he is. Remember, we talked about that. He has his own Rosh going up to the sky. That's from Shu Everybody should stay in his place. So we figured out that it takes for a person to sit down or to put his hands down or to put his uh, hands under his head. And he, he needs an area of four amas, a four square amas. Okay. Al Yetzi Ish Mimkomo, person shouldn't leave his place. How far is that? Elo Paimama. That's 2,000 amas. Where do we get it? From Manolam. Amr of Chista. So Rav Chista gives a very complicated Zerah Shava. Remember back in Zvach and Memtes, we learned that you can't make it, you can't only go so far learning out C from B and B from A when it comes to Kachim. But here we're not talking about Kachim. Here we're talking about Hilchel Shabbos. So here we're basically dealing with a bunch of Zerah Shabbos. A teaches you to B, B to C, C to D, and D to E. That's what he's saying. Lamadnu makam imakam is a shvu ish tachtav, right? It's ishmim komo, his place. So it says makam over here, and it says makam somewhere else where it talks about a uh, the uh, the person who has to uh, the person who kills somebody. shama. We're going to learn this out from the migrash of, of the Levim, the Ari Miklat, where the uh, where the murderer goes a city of refuge. So it says there, it plays Makom, and it says there, Nakom, uh, it says over there, a mak of, of Nisa, of, of, uh, of traveling, or uh, not of, of, of escaping, Asher uh, Yanus Shama. Okay, so it says here Makom, so in there, it's some, another passage, it says Makom and Yanus Shama. So we apply Yanus also to this Makom. Venisa, Menisa, Venisa, Mikvul. And this Nisa that it says here, another Pasuk we learn how it says, Gvul, right? The Nisa Mikvul. From Pasuk it says, Mikvul ir miklato asher yanus. So again, in that Pasuk it says, Yanus and Gvul. And another Pasuk says, Gvul Mikvul, right? Because it says in another Pasuk it says, Gvul Mikhutz, right? It says, Mikhutz Mikvul, Shenemar Bachutz, Shenemar Matzah, Osa Goel Adam, Mikhutz Ligvul. So therefore, we apply the word Gvul of Chutz, right? Uh, of chutz, which which uh, we find also is fine by gvul, that's one gzeir shava. To nisa, which is not gzeir shava. To makom, and then the final gzeir shava is kedichsev madosim osomi chutz liir es pas kedmal paimama. You measure the migrash outside the city two thousand amas. So we have this is the gzeir shava because it says by shabbos al yetsa ishmim komo. And Makomo is Xavier Shavat to Nisa, which is Xavier Shavat to Gvul, which is Xavier Shavat to Chutz, to, uh, to Chutz. And by Chutz it says, Mi Chutz Lair, Pas Kedmal Paim Amo. Okay, so that's how we get the 2,000 Amas, based on a Pusik. Okay, the Pusik, the four Amas that you have around you is also because Tachta, we figured out you need four Amas under you to sit down. Venelef Mikira Ir Chutza Elef Amma. Why don't you learn out from the area around the city? In other words, it says, the Pusik says, um, you got to leave 2,000 amas around the city, 1,000 for a migrash, and one like for garden area. But why, so why don't you learn from the area that talks about the migrash there? It's only 1,000 amas. So he says, You'd rather learn out chutz from chutz, which again, it says chutz 
in one Pasuk and Chutz in the other Pasuk. So we learn out the, the Chutz where it says by Gvul, and that's exactly the word Chutz. And here it says, that's also Chutz. And, and in the case of Mikira Erevachutza, it's a slight variation of the word Chutz, it's Chutza. So, when it comes to Shava, even if the words aren't exact, even if they're not even the same words, Veshava Kohen Boikain teaches us that when a Kohen checks for a house being having Tsaras, after the first week he checks it and it looks like there's Tsaras, he closes it up. He comes back and then he finds it that it's spread, he has to start removing the brooks and the plaster, the, 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 uh, the, um, the stones and the plaster and replaster it up. Let's say after the second week there's no change, he comes back the third week. And when he sees the third week, and he sees it, 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 uh, that, it, that it spread then, even though it didn't spread in the second week, he, uh, then, he, then he also does, he removes the stones and the plaster. If it, then it spreads even more, and it, it remains that way, he has to destroy the whole house. But the, the second time that he comes back after it's been, in other words, if it didn't spread in the first, the, in, after the first week of closure, meaning in the second week it didn't spread, uh, and then it spreads in the third week, he also has to remove the plaster, even though it only set it by when he found it in the week following the first Hezger. Notice we're in a Seger, and here Rashi also talks about Hezger. The house was closed off. There was a close down of the house. Now we're all closed down, but there was a close down of the house. So <laughs> it says over there, compare, how do we know that if, he, if, he, if it didn't spread in the first week following the closure, meaning the second week, but it only spread in the third week, he also has to remove the stones and the plaster, because it's learned out Xavier Shava from uh, the first Pasuk says, V'shava coin, and then it says, Uba coin. So it's the same idea. So we compare the two. So we see that it's a, it's a good Zereshava, even if the words aren't the same, as long as they have the same meaning, Zui Shiva, Zui Bia. So the Gemara says, like it says, there are many places in Shas, when they ask this Kasha, you see it on the side, many places they ask this Kasha. It's, you could learn Zereshava there if there's not something which is more similar. And notice over here, it's better, if I have a choice of learning Chutz from Chutz or Chutz from Chutzah, I'm going to learn Chutz from Chutz and not Chutz from Chutzah. I'd rather learn from the one that it's more comparable to. So he said, the 2,000 arms that you measure, is that round or squared off? Rabbi Hanina Mentignos, who learns it based on what? It's a circle. If he learns out the 2,000 from the Gzei Shava that we just mentioned, all these different Sukkim, Nisa, uh, you know, Mokom and Nisa, and Gvul, and, and Chutz, uh, etc. So there, so Peyes Ksivan, it says over there, it says, the corners, the eastern corner, all the corners, you have to go in corners, so you have to include the corner too, which means it's a square. He doesn't have the Gzei Roshav, how does he know 2,000 Amas? The only way you need 2,000 Amas is from that complicated Gzei of A, B, C, D, E. But that Pasuk tells us with, with corners too. So how does he know, how does he know the Gzei Roshav? If he doesn't hold, either you hold the Gzei Roshav, you should hold the corners. If you don't hold the Gzei Roshav, you don't know 2,000 Amas. It's all the misleg Roshav. He holds the Gzei Roshav. V'shani yochadam rekroz, zei when he says over the 2,000, that's talking about the Migrash, the open land of the cities has to be 2,000 Amas, of which one is, is bare and one is like trees, one's a garden. So it says over there, In other words, it says, even though it's Xavier Shava teaching us the 2,000 Amas, but it does say that the corners, the pass, is only for, only the, the corners are only applied by the open land, the Migrash Yeh only to the Migrash army you give the payas, v'yatanos and payas l'shav se'shabbos. But for the rules of Shabbos, for the people who are, who are establishing residency on Shabbos, 
uh, you, they don't get the corners, they only get the circles. This is a little bit of a complicated way that Rebchanan and Tignus learns. Rabbanan, but the rabbis say, no, Tani Rav, they rely on the Bryce of Rebchanan, Rebchanan said, that Rebchanan Yomer, all the rules of Shabbos, all the rules of people making a residence on Shabbos, apply, you have to apply this idea of the corners. We're going to see a big thing from here now. We've always learned that Midaraisa, when you have on Shabbos for carrying either Rishus Yachat, Rishus Rabbim, Rishus Rabbim, Rishus Yachat, or Dalad Amos Rishus Rabbim. He says a big chiddush. The Dalad Amos Rishus Rabbim is not actually Dalad Amos. It's more than that. You have to carry it, them and their, and their, uh, the hypotenuse. In other words, the, the, the angle from one corner to the other corner. So that really comes out to be, if it's four, if it's a, if a, you're looking at a, a four Amos by four Amos square, the diagonal, what you'd call the hypotenuse if it was a triangle, but the diagonal is, is like one and, uh, one and, and it's, it's, it's an additional one and three eight. So it's like really like 5.6, approximately 5.6 uh, Amos. So you're not really chayib. We always say you chayib dalad amos. According to this, you only chayib if you actually carried it the length of the diagonal of the square, which would be 5.6 amos. Amra papa, rava, rava tested us with this question. If you have a, you're a shesarabim here, and you have a pillar in shesarabim, gavoy yod, if it's ten tefachim high, baruch of dalad, we learn that's a rishos yachad within the shesarabim. Tzorach heim v'lachson and olo. Does it need, in other words, in order for it to be a shesarabim, does it have to be, it's, you say it's 10 high by 4 wide. Well, what happens if it's 4 wide? It's diameter, but it's a circle. You know, like a little round pillar. Is that considered a shosiachet? Or do you need it to be squared off? So he says, no. We tell them, this is just the same thing we just quoted of Hananya. The town of Hananya, all rules of Shabbos, of resting on Shabbos and, and Rishuos of Shabbos, require squaring off like with the corners, like we saw by the Migrash, and that we saw by making a Tchum Shabbos. So therefore, again, it's not a Rosh Hashanah in, in the, it's not a Rosh Yachid, unless it's 10 Tfachim high, and at least 4 by 4. It's got to be 4 by 4 Amos in order for it to be a Rosh Hashanah Otherwise, it's not Rosh uh, I mean, it's not Rosh Hashanah Unless it's, it's got to be 4 by 4 and 10 Tfachim high. So that's important. No, it's not a circle, Whose diameter is is, uh, four, is four amos is not good enough. It's got to be uh, it's got to be four amos uh, uh, square for it to be rishus yachid. And also, as we saw, importantly, when you carry to be chayav for carrying in rishus rab, you've got to carry really point, five point six amos, which would be the the uh, diagonal in the uh, in the square. Now we're going back to the mission of the things that I mentioned before. We said that uh, if you're walking on the road. Uh, far away, you say it's under the tree. Under tree is not good enough. I say a specific spot in the tree. Okay, that's Mamakum Ploni, a specific spot. We said that works. But then we said, or if you don't have a specific spot or you don't know the halacha, just say where you are right here, right now. Bimkomi. Now, that's Bimkomi right here. Makom Ploni is under the specific spot in the tree. Umrav Nachman. Let's now we're going to do it. Umrav. We said in the Mishnah uh, that this is what we talk about. An Ani can make an, uh, an, a, an air with his feet. Amra Meir, only, only, only an Ani could do this. Only an Ani could do this. When? When he's walking with his feet and he's saying right here or he's saying under the tree? That's what we're going to deal with now. Amra Nachman. So Rav Nachman, we're going to see we pass him Nachmachlokis from Komi. The Machlokis are Meir and the Rabbana. Meir said this only applies to a poor person, meaning a person on the road with no food. He, could, he didn't have any ability to have food with him. Uh, but it's only an Ani. Rabbi Yudas says no. Whether it's an Ani or an Usher, either way it's okay. 
What's going on? Machlokis is right here. When he says, I don't want to go, no trees, forget the trees. I want to make an Erev right here. Rameir Sovereign, Iker Erev Pas. The main part of an Erev is, how do you make an Erev? What's the main Allah of Erev? You got to put bread there. You got to establish your residence by putting bread there. Just like we learned by Erev Chatseris on Sunday, we talked about Erev Chatseris, you have to have bread there. You got to put food there. Here also, the Tum Shabbos main thing is, Okay, when it comes to a poor person who didn't have any food with him, and he's on the road, the rabbis made him a special dispensation and said you could do it with your feet. You could say right here is your Erev. But a wealthy person, meaning a person who has food with him or has the ability to have food with him or he's at home, he can't do it. He can't say, I make my Erev right here. In other words, a person who's wealthy at home, he can't just take a shpatsir out and say, you know what, I'm going to establish my uh, Erev out there. I'll walk there and I'll say, this is my place. Right here. Not no trees. No. According to Rab Meir, you can't do that because you've got to put food there. A special dispensation for a poor person, he could say, this is my place. I'm doing it with my feet right here. But normally you need, you need food. Rabbi Yudas Sever, no. The main part, the rabbis made it to Kana with your feet. Say, this is where I am. I'm Spanishing Erev right here. Echadani Bechadashir. So according to this, Rabbi Yudah would say, if, if, the, if the rich person goes out himself and stands there, of course he can make an Erev that way. Avo B'makum Ploni. But you want to do it far away on the tree? You want to do that? Avo B'makum Ploni? Ani Even Rabbi Yudah agrees to say far away. Oh, I know the tree is 2,000 amas from me and 2,000 from the city. No, you can't do that. Why? Because you can either do an Erev with your feet or with bread, right? But to do it from far away... That's only a makamploni, only an ani could do that. Special dispensation for an ani. But for a rich person, why does a rich person have to say over there? He doesn't have to say over there. He could, say, he could have sent somebody to make it over there, right? A person who's on, usher means a person who's at home. He has food at home and he chooses to go out now. He doesn't, he has a dis- he doesn't have a dispensation. He's, he could just go walking along now, say, you know, I'll just do it from far away. What, you know, what, what do I have to walk over there for? No. A person like that is not allowed to do that. He has no food. He shouldn't, he's trying to do it with his, without even being there. In other words, either food or feet or far away. Far away is not good even for an usher, even according to Rabbi Yehuda. Right? When we said, oh, this is what we're speaking about, an ani, that Rameir said, that's Rameir. That's Rameir. What's he going on? We said in the Mishnah, if he doesn't have a, he doesn't know the halacha, he doesn't know a tree, he could do it with his feet right here. Who said that with his feet right here? According to Rabbi Yehuda, even a rich person could do it right there with his feet, right? Because the main takan is with your feet. You should go there with, either go there with your feet and saddle up there, contributor, or send, uh, send your servant with some food. Uh, but, if you're, but either way is okay. But when, he, when we say in the Mishnah uh, that only an Ani could do that, well, that's according to a mayor, where a mayor says only with his, that an Ani could do it with his feet because the main halacha is that you got to do it with bread. So a rich person can never use bread according to a mayor, but a poor person could use feet in a in a uh, in a um, you know in an emergency situation. What about the last part? who says they only allowed you to use bread as a cooler, meaning it's mashma. The main part is with the feet. The end of the Mishnah. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so so again, if you look back at the Mishnah, the last line of the Mishnah was Rabbi Yehuda. Right, the usher doesn't have to go out, but the, but the, ba- the main, uh, the the basic halacha of is do it with your feet. 
Okay, a rich person, if he has food and he's got a servant, he can send out a servant with bread too. But the best part is do it with your feet. But when he said aim, the rule about it only applies to an honey, that applies to, to uh, that's what Mayer saying, bim komi. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, if a man goes out with his feet, whether he's rich or poor, he could certainly do it with his feet. That's the hal, that's the lechatchilah. The lechatchilah is do it with your feet, according to Rabbi Yehuda. That's all the way Rav Nachman learns the machlokas. Rav Chistamar, machlokas makomploni. The machlokas is from far away. That's what Chistamar learns. The Rameyer Sabar, Ani Shalo. Only an Ani could do it from far away. That's my tree over there. Rabbi Yehuda Sabar, Echadani Berachasher. No, even a, uh, even a rich person or a poor person could do it far away. Right? Why? Because uh, that's the halacha. You could do it with your feet. You could, everybody could do it with their feet. But in your spot right here, everybody agrees you could do it on Usher. Everybody agrees that the main thing is with the rego. So, Bemkomi, uh, if you see right here, everybody says you could do that. The question is, if you do it far away, is the far away a dispensation for an Ani? Ashlo, and Abuda says, no, that's the Machlokas. The Machlokas, Abuda Rameyer is, can an Usher person do it far away? Everybody agrees that an Ani could do it far away. But in Bemkomi, if you do it right here, everybody agrees that's okay. Vizui Sha'amru Mantanila. Rameyer, again, Rameyer said, Zui Sha'amru, where does an. Where does the Ani have an anticipation? When Rameyer, in the Mishnah, when it says, this is where you're talking about an Ani, that's according to Rameyer, a dispensation for an Ani on far away, not on right here. Bahayakoi, aha, Mishabel Baderach, Vachashkalo, and he was on the road and he saw a tree and he knew the tree, so then he could do it. That's only for an Ani, according to Rameyer. According to Rameyer, a Russia could do it also. What about the last line of the Mishnah? Because according to Rav Chista, the second interpretation of the Machlokas, both Rameyo and Rabbi both say that the main, the main halacha of Arab is with your feet. Except the rabbis made a dispensation that you could send food if, you don't, if you're far away and you have a shliach and you're a rich person, you could send food if you want to. We have a proof to Rav Nachman that, what, that the Machlokas uh, and Rameyo and Rabbonon, uh, the Rameyo and Rabbi Yehuda, is speaking about bimkomi right here in this spot that according to a mayor only a uh, only a poor person can right because you're supposed to do it with your with your with bread except a poor person could do it right here with your feet but an usher can't even with he can't use his feet at all even right here because if he's an usher what does that mean he's at home so he shouldn't go somewhere with his feet he should take food along and Rabbi says no the main thing is with the rego. So where do you see this? Where did That's what you say here. The Bryce that tells you about The main thing is that you with bread. He shouldn't go out. Chutzlachum doesn't mean beyond 2,000. It just means you shouldn't go out to the tchum. The He shouldn't go out without the bread. In other words, he shouldn't say, yeah, I have food. I'm just going to go and do it with my feet. I choose to do it with my feet. He shouldn't do that. The only, the only dispensation for doing with your feet, according to Rameyer, this is Rameyer's opinion, the way Rav Nachman explains it, Elamisha Babadarach Vachoshcha, Deva Rameyer. In other words, Rameyer says that you can't, a rich person shouldn't go out and do it with his feet at all. He's not allowed to. He's not allowed. If he has food at home, he's not saying, you know, I'll leave the food here. I'm not going to send it. I like to go there and do it with my feet. No, you can't do that, according to Rameyer, because you're supposed to do it with bread. It's a special dispensation only for a poor person who's on the road. He can do it with his feet. Because Rabbi Yudah holds that the rule, the main rule, is do it with your feet. So whether he's poor on the road or he's at home, he can go out with his feet. And I should go out to the again. He can go out to the Tum Shabbos, or maybe it's a 2,000 plus 4 Amos Rosh says. That's the main halacha of Go out with your feet. 
But the Tirochachom and Balabais, the rabbis made a dispensation for a rich person at home, meaning a person who has food at home. Again, when we talk rich and poor, we don't mean really a rich or poor. We mean if he's home and he's able to take food with him. If he's on the road and he has food, he's also rich. Normally, even a rich person, but he's on the road and didn't plan, he's considered poor because he has no food. A person at home could send, the rabbi said, even though the main halacha, this is according to Rabbi Yudah, where Rabbi Nachman learns, well, according to Rameir also, Rabbi Yudah holds the main is, is Borego, but we're explaining here, according to Rabbi Nachman, that Rabbi holds that the, main, that the main idea of Erev was with your feet, but they made a dispensation that if you don't want to schlep out with your feet, you could send food with your servant, with your son, or whatever, your shliach, uh, to make it easier for him. So this, this b'risa is exactly like the way Rav Nachman learns the machlokes from Meir and Rabbi Yudah. Meir says the main thing is with bread, Rabbi Yudah says the main thing is berego. Um Rabbi Yudah, um Rabbi Yudah, but even so, even according to Rav Nachman, the dispensation for the Oni, right, is, is uh, uh, the dispensation for the Oni, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is b'makum ploni, Makomponi, if you do it far away on the tree, that's only, only that's for, for, for a tree, but to do it right here, Bemkomi, I'm saying, I went out myself and I said, okay, I make me right here where I'm standing. Even a rich person could do that if he so chooses according to Rabbi Yudah. Um, Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah brings a story um, supporting his shita. There was a story with the people of that city, Aroma. they were in that city of Aroma. In the years of famine, they used to uh, distribute uh, dried figs and raisins to the poor people. Which poor people? There were poor people in surrounding areas around the city of Aroma. The people of these cities. What they would do is their city, from the, their city, they were within 4,000 amas of, of the city of Aroma, and they would come and they would camp out 2,000 amas outside the city, within 2,000 amas. And as they were at 2,000 amas, Within from the city Erev Shabbos, Lamachrat. Next morning, Mashkim Next morning, they would come into the city and they would get their food. Obviously, they could. This only allowed them to walk. They can't carry outside, but they. I guess they ate the food in there. So, what do you see from over here? That they established. They left their. They were poor, but Rashi explains in the middle of the wide lines. Since they were at home, really, when they left home era Friday with this intention of getting food in the other city, but they had food at home. Right, so they're considered ashirim, right, and still they're able to establish the erev, the erev with their feet. In other words, they left home uh, without food, and they came and they established the thing within two thousand amos. They stayed there at uh, at Shmashos without food, and uh, they did it with their feet. So it shows you that even that Nachman, according to that that uh, that they can Komi, according to Rabbi Yehuda. They can make a, uh, they can make the um, food, and they can make their erev with standing there, right? So he says Rashi takes out alamikar berego, but they they were did it with their feet. But it shows you that dimkomi they were allowed to, and that's the machlokes Rabbi Yudah Rameya. Rabbi Nachman goes explain like Rabbi Yudah that dimkomi that's the machlokes you could make it. Even a rich person can make it with his feet. That was the story there. It doesn't necessarily disprove Rav Chista this case because. Rav Chisda would also agree that they could have done it with their feet, but it shows you that they did it with their feet. Rabbi Yudah brings a right that they did it with their feet. Amr Ashi, you see from the Mishnah also what, like Rav Nachman in Rav Yudah, right, that B'makom Ploni, an Ashir, if you do it far away, an Ashir cannot do it, like Rav Nachman said, according, this is here, Rav Chisda said that even that the Machlokas is B'makom Ploni, even far away, that an Ashir could do it. But uh, Rav Nachman, his interpretation of Yudah is 
that the machlokis is bimkomi, but far away to do it under the tree or at, at, the, at the trunk of the tree, even Rabbi says, that's no good. How do you see the Tani? The next Mishnah, which we're going to see tomorrow, says, Mishi Two cities were nearby, within 4,000 Amas. But he wanted to go on the way to the city to make an Erev, so he should be able to go into that other city the next day. The city was, let's say, uh, just under 4,000 Amas apart, the two cities. His friend told him on the way, go back. The weather's bad there, or something's bad there. Don't go there. He went back. The next day he's allowed to go there, right? But the other people from his original city who maybe, maybe employed him to make an error for them, they can't go. Rabbiuta says that. And, and we asked the Kasha, the Gemara asked of there, you know, why is different? Why, why for him it's a good error if he can use the error far away and they can't. Gemara, two different ways to learn the Gemara, but the, the, Gemara, the tomorrow's Gemara says like this, the guy's got two houses, he's got a city, he's got a house in city one where he's, where he's leaving from and a house in city two. And there's two Shabbos, like we said, there's 4,000 4, Amos, no more between the two cities. Since he went out on the road, and he went out on the road thinking he was going to get to the next city. He was, he was on his way to get to the next city to make Shabbos there, and they, they turned him back. So he didn't take any food with him because he figures he has food over there. He's an ani because he's on the road now, and therefore an ani can make can make the uh, the eruv by saying far away. Remember, far away. I'd like to make it under the tree as a spot for it, or that city. But the other people at home, they're ashirim because they're at home, and they, that's why they can't make it. If alma even if you want to do it, say it under the tree, under the under not just under the tree, but under the trunk of the tree. Only a person who's on the road, who has no food, can do it and not an usher. This proves, this proves like Rav Nachman's interpretation of Rav Yudah, not like Rav Chista, because according to Rav Chista, an usher could even do it also far away and say under the trunk, at the trunk of the tree. Here you see, since the rich people at home could not do it under the trunk of the tree, that means that, that rich people cannot do it. People who have food cannot do it under the trunk. They could say right here where I'm standing without food, but to do it to do it far away, they can't do. Only an ani can. That shows you like Rav Nachman's interpretation of Yudah. Masnila Rav Barashi. Now these next words we had back in Mem Zion. Remember we had a discussion there. We have Machlokes Rav Yudah Meir. We always pass Rav Yudah. That's what Rav Elchman said. The Gemara tried to prove from over here that you don't always pass Rav Yudah. Why? Because the story happened that Rav Chia Barashi taught Chia Barav. He taught Chia Barav as a student. Kamei Rav right un, right uh, in front of his father Rav. And he taught him Echadani Bechadashir. He taught him this halacha that Echadani Bechadashir, like, right, like Rav Yehuda, right? The halacha is like Rav Yehuda, like Rav Nachman interpreted him, that an Ani and an Ashir can make it with their feet, bimkomi, right here. Omale Rav, so Rav, who was listening to this, corrected him, and he said, Sayyimba, finish off Nami, Allah Rav Yehuda. Don't just teach my son Echadani Bechadashir, but tell him that the halacha is like their way, like Rav Yehuda. So he tried to prove from there that normally in a machlok's Rav Yehuda or a mayor, you don't assume that the halacha is like Rav Yehuda. Why did Rav have to say that the halacha is like Isn't that always the case? So the Gemara came out that Rav disagrees with that. Rabbi Yochanan says that's the rule. Remember, Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda, halacha is like Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda and Rav Yosi, halacha is like, like, like Rav Yosi. And therefore, obviously, halacha is like Rav Yosi over a mayor. And over Rab Shimon, we had over there the Gemara had a shot about Ramei and Rab Shimon, who's Allah like. But here you see the Rab didn't hold to that general rule of teach him that Ramei and Rab Yudah Allah is like Rab because he didn't say it. He said teach him also Allah is like Rab If Ramei and Rab Yudah Allah is always like Rab Yudah, Rab wouldn't have to say that. 
Now a story. Rabbi Bar Rav Hanan Haviragol Dasimar Tanivinol Pompadisa. He used to go spend Shabbos from Artivna to Pompadisa. Omer Teishvisasi Betzinsa. He says, you know what? I want my. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go all the way there now. Let my uh, my place for Shabbos, my Shabbos residence, be in Sinsa, which was on the way there. Rashi says, between the two Tchumen of Shabbos. In other words, uh, the, the two cities were, let's say, within 4,000 Amas apart, and he wanted to make his Erev right uh, outside the city, let's say, within 2,000 Amas of the destination city. Why do you think you could do that? You think that a rich person can make his, uh, make his, um, uh, make his Erev with, with his feet? Far away, but and said that according to you could even do it from far away under the trunk of the tree. But Rav Nachman, but Rav Nachman holds no. The Rav only says the machlokus is mkomi that a rich person could do it standing. He can he can leave his house and walk with his feet and say I'm doing it right here where I am. But he can't do it from far away. That's what Rav Nachman says. and we brought this price on Amid Beis like Rav Nachman also be Fine, if that's the case, I retract. So, so uh, Rabbi Rachanan, who used to do that, he says, if that's the halacha, I retract my opinion and I won't do it from far away. I can go there and establish with my feet or send food with somebody. But I can't say I'm making it far away under the trunk of the tree or in a certain spot. We say, we have a cloud that Shabbos yeshlo dalen amas. If you make a uh, residence, you establish a residence with your feet or with bread, so you have Dalanamas around there. Besides, you have your Dalanamas, no matter what. The Dalanamas, but you have Dalanamas as your own area. Plus the two thousand Amas, you can go in any direction beyond the two thousand beyond the Dalanamas. You can go two thousand Amas. What about a Nosne Seruva? What about what happens if you send your Erev, right? You send it with somebody, right? You send your food. You send your food with your servant, your kid, or whatever. Do you also have the extra Dalanamas or Do you have the Dalanamas or not? Besides the two thousand, do you have the extra four? Amarava, it must be that you have a Tashma Alo Omar Marvama Pas Elahekal We 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 allowed, remember according to Rabbi that we Paskin like, and the way of Nachum explains them, that you you're you're the only reason they said you're allowed to uh, make an air with bread is to make it easier for a rich person. He doesn't have to go out with his feet, he could send somebody to do it. The Amr and if you say when he sends his when he sends his food there, he doesn't have the Dalaramas, Hai Lahakmaru. It's not a cool, it's a khumra. Because if he went out with his feet, he would have the Dalaramas plus the two thousand Amas. So uh, if and if by sending him with the food he doesn't have the four Amas, so it's a khumra. Could be it's still a kula. He just doesn't have four amas. You know, if you have 2,000 amas, what's the big deal if you have another four amas? It's still a cooler for him because he doesn't have to schlep out there. I'm sure he, he probably, rather than if it's a schlep for him, rather than schlep there and get 2,004 amas, he'd probably rather say, listen, send it with somebody and I'll take the 2,000 amas. Not much of a difference. So that you can't prove it from there. So that question sort of stands. All right, we'll pick it up from the Mishnah tomorrow, Mirza Shem, the same time, 520. Remember to bring the illustration books with you tomorrow because hopefully we'll start the next parak if we'll, we'll have time. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you so much. Good to bench you are. Yeah, Avram, you're saying something? Yeah. Yeah. Why can't the Asher say, Migu, that I could have, I could make myself, I could make everything in Hefer, and I'm, I'm an Ani? Say, Migu. Uh, Asher is only... Right. Okay, so and, and, that's a good question. But, and as the question is here, what the rabbis were metaken. You know, as you could say, a Migu, let's say you see using Yonah Doraisa, 
or, or, or where the rabbis allowed it. In this case, the rabbis don't allow it. The rabbis say, no, we, we're, not, we're only going to give you so much of a dispensation, but you don't have to do it. Send the food. Either walk there or send the food. You can't just make yourself an ani. An ani is, is a definition of a person who's on the road and has no option. If you have an option, then uh, otherwise there's nobody who's an usher. Nobody's, uh, nobody's an usher. Everybody's an ani, right? Everybody's an ani. So therefore, the rabbis didn't allow you to do it. In the case of mice, or usually you're talking about where mice are, I can make myself an honey, and then I could eat the, uh, I could eat it, because you have that uh, midarai, so you could make yourself an honey, but here the rabbis didn't allow it. That's what I think, that's the only thing that comes to mind. All right, have a good day, everybody. Culture. Culture.